0: everybody and welcome to episode three of big screen boogeyman the halloween podcast i am richard hess and this is my co-host todd Kale. and uh we have a guest star here ryan brandow and today we're going to talk about halloween three season, season of, of the witch. witch that went yeah
1: yeah you nailed it that sounded perfect you guys i <laughs> couldn't even tell the difference between your voices perfect
0: unison so uh what let's start by by introducing you here ryan uh, Uh, Ryan, what is your history with the Halloween movies? Had you seen any of them before I, I dragged you onto this?
1: Yes, but it has probably been two decades since I've watched a Halloween movie. so you know that'll give you some some concept there you know yeah I watch them almost yearly so that's crazy to me but
2: that's I'm the one who's in here in that way that's funny though that's awesome that you're new to this uh, or at least relatively new to this uh, for after a lot of years off
0: cool so right off the bat we we start with some awesome 80s CGI graphics as (laughs) as we show the pumpkin on a computer screen yeah I I liked these opening
2: credits I, I good yeah I didn't know if i was gonna enjoy it it took me a second it like for it was jarring for like three or four seconds to not see uh you know just a regular pumpkin, a pumpkin but yeah. then once i got into it i love it john carpenter's score is still killing it i love it
0: i, I like that it's thematically attached but different yeah yeah it, it makes a space for itself what do you think ryan
1: the, the opening credits really i thought that i was getting into you know because i came into this i i'd never seen this one Okay. And all I had known about this one was that you had told me it is not like the other Halloween movies. Don't come into it expecting a slasher with a guy in you know a mask, whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. Those opening credits made me think, like, is this an '80s cyberpunk sort of story? Yes. Like all of the,
0: the... the short answer is yes. That's exactly what I this was. It. They just didn't <laughs> call it that.
1: <laughs> yeah, even that you don't that's not even clear till way into there
0: yeah but it's stuff like that that makes this movie special like i i said to todd that this movie this premise would have worked perfectly if they were just like brainwashed villagers that were in a cult and were just doing this but they go to that extra step to make them robots which just really brings the Mm -hmm. whole thing together
2: yeah it's interesting and i mean to bring some of our backgrounds to this and what we ended up you know kind of thinking in general like as we're as we're starting this off like i for example uh came to this as a skeptic. I grew up kind of hating this film or thinking I was supposed to hate it because it wasn't Michael Myers. And so I've slowly learned to adjust to it. I still don't think I'm getting that Season of the Witch 3 tattoo yet, but <laughs> I I did like it a lot more this time. I found this film a lot more charming. I think it's about eight minutes too long. But other than that, I, I like it a lot. It was, it was a lot more fun than I remembered it being. I think I just have a
0: better sense of humor about film now. That's the odd thing is that I I think this is almost exactly eight minutes longer than the other Halloween movies. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think it is, and you feel it a little bit early. We can talk about some of those scenes that maybe were like,
0: eh, like. Uh, but overall, yeah, I really liked it. And Rich, you came to this. I came to this. I liked this movie. I knew that I liked this movie. It had been forever since I've seen this movie. But the the same reason that you hated it, I liked it. Sure, because I didn't ever as as a kid, I never jumped into the the Halloween series. Like they were on, I saw glimpses of them but i was way more of a friday the 13th person so this this was kind of me working my way back and i saw this i was like wow this is like really unique and interesting and it's like kind of funny and stupid at the same time sure. and like tom atkins i think that's the actor's name uh, mm-hmm. like he's he's so he just chews the scenery but he's great Yep. yep. Is,
1: is that is that dr mustache yeah is that dr. <laughs> So... So this is great. And what
2: what did you think of the film overall, uh, as as just kind of a starting point, like just a couple of
1: general thoughts, uh, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, overall, like you know, like, like I said before, I I never seen this, and my perception of a Halloween movie was, I think, what most people who've never seen this would think mm-hmm. a Halloween movie was. So even though I got uh, a bit of a, a warning that it wasn't what what I would expect it to be, I, I still I was surprised by what it turned out to be. I sure I thought it was uh surprisingly more I, I i guess anti-capitalist than maybe you know <laughs> i was expecting from a slasher film but that you know then again i think history does have a bit of a history horror has a bit of a history of uh you know a little bit of that Being so subversive in ways that we don't always notice at the beginning yeah. Yeah. or think about you think yeah. it'll be yeah
0: ryan yeah. I'm, I'm gonna throw a suggestion out there if you liked this check out the movie The stuff it is another like capitalism yeah. horror movie and it's great
1: i think i think i've seen like a youtube video talking about. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I think I've seen somebody talking about how that's a movie I need to see. I second that endorsement. It's a great film.
2: Yeah so we still so we start to get into this film and it starts with something that i think is immediately captivating you see somebody running right i actually like this opening it's pretty awesome someone is running you have no idea why they're running completely and they're it's shot well it looks good and we we start to develop a scene here what do you think rich
0: yeah and then then you get that super cool crush between the two cars at slow motion scene (laughs) yeah yeah, you get some good, some good kind of
2: like gore at the beginning. You kind of get a feeling of what this is going to be like as a film. Somebody gets hit by a car. It's great. It's great. What do you think of the opening to this, Ryan?
1: That I, I, I don't know if maybe I missed something or there was the one part where he like pulled a chain and it got, you know, a block out from under a car and that's what got the car to come over and smash the dude. Right. That wasn't something that he, we're supposed to assume he set up, right? That was just. No, yeah, that was just luck. Just, yeah. Yeah yeah that just happened to be a chain there he was lucky enough that's what i thought and and like thinking you know with the full context of the movie that obviously it wouldn't make any sense but it seemed like it was all set up almost like he had that but yeah i think i think that uh this scene also that you know the opening with that really didn't uh it it really kind of made me feel like i was maybe actually watching a slasher like what i would expect with the horror with halloween so it, it really did kind of help put the starting to get me to expect one thing before making it not that thing at all. Sure, absolutely. It's a nice little kind of disorienting opening.
2: Yeah, I don't it
0: know, sets like the a, table.
2: Yeah, it sets the table a little bit. Shows you it's going to be something a little different, but still scary. But it
0: also explains to you that mask salesmen are just badasses, and they know how to adapt <laughs> to the circumstances.
1: Well, you, you say that, but later on, <laughs> we're, that's not We're not, not talking case. about
0: later on right now, Ryan. We're talking about now. We're
1: talking
2: about right now.
1: But yeah. Right
2: now. <laughs> but then it goes one hour later and we get to this gas station and this mm-hmm. poor gas station owner all he wants <laughs> is to be left alone this poor poor man and the uh person who has the stuff going on with him who's running away gets to him and uh yeah used to hear that damn song for the first time this is our
1: introduction to something we'll hear quite a bit and what do we think about that song guys that I, I, I didn't do it but did you guys count how many times that song happened in the
2: movie no it's got that sounds like it would be imdb trivia so i bet that's in there
0: but well, it's, yeah it's got to be I, over I,
2: 10 it's got to be like somewhere around 15 to 20 i would guess
0: how many times is it in the movie versus how many times does it play in the back of your head through the rest of your life <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, cuz my my initial guess was like eight times that it actually plays. But but I feel like I heard it a lot more than eight times. Yeah, my mind might be playing tricks on me. Maybe it is a lower right. number you feel like you hear it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and also I just want to say and this is this is just something that stuck out to me immediately because that that first time is about the only time that I think we see a whole commercial, not just Rave. the opening yeah. part of the commercial. And they specifically call those masks horrific. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them maybe a <laughs> is a pumpkin. Ryan, people you know, were more
0: afraid of pumpkins in the 80s.
1: I I guess. Yeah. But like that, that that immediately kind of pulled me out of like, what how?
2: Now this is actually kind of funny. I dressed as an evil pumpkin for Halloween as a kid once. Nice. So yeah. I just came to this with a completely different experience.
0: I, I I grew up with pumpkins being scary, but I'm I think I'm the weirdo here, actually. Uh. I, I, I will I will be laying on my deathbed, circling the drain, and then two more days to. To Halloween Halloween mm-hmm. just it's it's going to be there the, the other thing that sticks out to me with all these commercials is that they keep talking about the big giveaway they mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. say what the giveaway is like yeah. they don't even try and put some effort into luring these kids in it just works mm-hmm. that's how <laughs> that's how capitalism yeah. is
2: the more generic yeah. you are, sometimes in making that message, the better you are. Yeah. like in the, it could
1: be anything, right? <laughs> it it could be anything. I will say also, as as kind of a filmmaking, yeah, I'm not a filmmaker at all, but it feels like a critique to me that you don't need to have the you know the date at the bottom of the screen for a new day that it was doing. You have this song that is telling us exactly what <laughs> the date <yeah>. is <laughs> every time. You know, eight more days till Halloween. I know what day it is. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. You don't have to say the date. <laughs> A redundancy. See, this film is flawed, Rich. It's a flawed
2: film.
0: Hey, I didn't say it wasn't flawed. I said it was fun.
1: The rewatch that was later on, much later on in the movie, like, I realized... When, in, in two more days to Halloween so the 29th sure a lot of stuff happens that day and in the timeline it's really weird because it's all one day
0: yeah well yeah because it, it, it starts like a week early and then most of it is happening in the last couple days like where the hell yeah. does Tom like is that when he breaks up with his wife there's yeah well there <laughs> obviously there is one part where it just like skips to two days later
2: like and there's it, 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 him in a bar and that's it like I, there's no real yeah, explanation did, I, yeah
1: yeah I, cook, I cook so like the, the, the chase scene there was the 23rd that was eight more days till halloween Yep. that's so this movie starts eight days before halloween right and then all the stuff happens that that we'll probably get into i'm sure and then it does it skips to the 29th
0: it skips two more days till halloween there's there's that whole gap there wow it's it's because this movie was so ahead of the times that it predicted like game (laughs) of thrones fans are like they're traveling too fast Uh oh (laughs) So wait, we're, we've been dancing around it, but
2: let's officially introduce the character Doctor Danny, Doctor Mustache, <laughs> uh, Doctor Dan Mustache, McSmooch, Chalice, um, played yeah. by the famous at the time and not really famous to people. I don't think, I don't (laughs) think Tom Atkins made it to Gen Z uh, in consideration, but he's probably not. He is a, he is great in this and we see him come home to what I just wrote as, and then he sees his damn kids. Cause he kind of just has this attitude throughout the movie about like, ah, damn it. God damn it. Like everywhere he's going and
0: he comes in and he has these shitty masks. What'd yeah. you, th- what'd you think about the premiere of Dan? So yeah, I didn't even notice at first that like he wasn't with his family anymore. And it was, it, it made sense with later scenes yep. that he wasn't, but yeah, at first I just read it as an active shitty father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the same feel I got was I did that first scene. I, I just thought, Oh, he's just a shitty dad. But, but yep. it but wasn't until later he, they openly said divorce that like, you know, Oh, okay. mm.
0: but as soon as you see him, you know, he fucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I like that was another one of the things when I was watching this where I noticed like within five minutes and I'll skip ahead a little bit within the five first five minutes of meeting him. He's already slapped a nurse's ass. Yeah,
0: Yeah. he's going to a workplace (laughs) seminar.
1: Yeah,
2: this guy has some problems when I say I love him. I mean, I love the Uh, character, to be clear, because he
1: he nails this role that he just embodies it. They make it very clear who he is as a person. And that to me makes it even funnier that our, our protagonist in this movie that like we kind of established is kind of an anti-capitalist movie is still just this this hedonistic womanizing yeah. <laughs> guy. You know, it's, it's not a good person that we're supposed to be rooting for.
0: He's My- not even good at his
1: job. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's not.
2: So today when Rich rewatched this, we, uh, a little behind the scenes, we watched this with my, my daughter and she was just as confused as could be about the idea that this guy could be attractive to women in any way. And like, and Rich just had to keep saying it was the eighties. It was yeah. different.
1: Yeah. It was the- <laughs> a mustache gives you like 80% of the way there in the eighties.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was important. When you watch this movie now in the the bottom left corner, it just says it was the eighties for the entire film. <laughs> So so we
2: take this character and we go to the hospital where earlier the guy who is at the gas station who was trying to be helpful turns into, I mean, this is, it's unavoidable. This is a black gentleman in a situation where a white man is having all this trouble and he just has this attitude of like, I need to get the hell out of here yep. <laughs> before I get framed That's- for something. He has this completely panicked approach and then he just gets the hell out of there. And I don't know. I, I kind of like that little character detail. I find it interesting. Yeah, this, I,
1: I, I loved that. I loved yeah. that it was just like like really kind of, you know, again, a, a part of the times, I think, was, yeah. was just that, yeah, he's he is afraid that somebody thinks he did something.
0: This guy makes it through the entire movie, and he does it because he doesn't get involved in other people's shit.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's white guy problem. I'm just going to be back over here.
2: Yes, that is clearly his approach to this. And it's well, I think you could argue
0: this is one of the smartest approaches in the film. Hey, he's still standing at the end. How many people got their heads crushed by corporal
2: robots? Well, funny you say that because this is where we get to uh, our very first kind of head crushing, right? Is we Mm -hmm. see this guy who's in trouble in the hospital and then we see a man show up the kind of like These are almost like the Mr. Smiths or Agent Smiths. Am I saying that right from The Matrix? These are like (laughs) the Agent Smiths before Agent Smiths existed of like the horror universe where one of these sunglass guys shows up and just drills this guy's eyes in and appears to rip his nose out
0: of its socket look you might not agree with me here but like pasty sweaty white guys in suits like corpos are way scarier oh, than michael the myers in the world.
1: <laughs> i I legitimately in that scene like the the effects that they were doing with him shoving his thumbs in the eyes yeah and the, the skin seemed to be a little loose i i for for a bit of time there for a second i thought he was going to tear the face off and like somehow that becomes masks or something like that's where i thought this was
0: going holy shit ryan i want you <laughs> (laughs) to make a halloween movie yeah
1: (laughs) it's definitely better
0: than halloween
2: resurrection uh already i like it better uh than one of the halloween sequels that's funny so this man got his eyes out yeah i thought it looked really good i mean it looked kind of cool and like gross i don't know i liked it it.
1: like the, the the whole practical effects thing that you have back then that's not really done as much anymore so it's a treat to see it
0: yes So this this scene does lead me to an issue that I have with this movie is what happens Mm -hmm. immediately afterwards. Nowhere there's a hundred percent chance of finding paper towels in a doctor's office. You don't need to wipe your hands on the goddamn curtains. Like You're a robot, but you don't have to (laughs) be an uncultured robot. I had a problem with that, but
1: for a different reason. He knows he's going to go into his car and light himself on fire. cares? who cares? (laughs) Why are your hands off? That is not important to you.
0: Robots are very clean,
2: Ryan. I guess I am on I am on Ryan's side. If this is if if you're upset about this scene, be upset for that reason. That that doesn't make sense.
1: That
0: is that is funny. I'm yeah.
1: Glad we were both upset about the same thing, if <laughs> you know, even not for the same reason. <laughs>
0: But but speaking of that car scene, like we have an immolation in the first 20 minutes of this movie. Like yes. all of this has happened in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. A man sets himself on fire. It's pretty great. Um so, uh, I, I was
1: surprised. Is, yeah. It it amused me that Dr. Mustache got to the, got to there. You know, he heard the scream. He came out. He saw the suit, the suit guy ran down two hallways while the suit guy was walking and then out (laughs) into the outside of the hospital where it's like a hundred feet to the car running the whole way. And he couldn't catch up. Well, and then once the
0: fire starts,
1: (laughs) does nothing. Doesn't even like... This is exactly the horror movie logic I came for. Was the the bad guy can walk and outpace
0: the good guy? Yep. That's that boomer job security. Yep. He didn't. He didn't need it like we do today. (laughs) Yep. But yeah,
2: he does shockingly nothing after the fire occurs. He mm-hmm. just kind of stares at it in a stupor.
1: And absolutely, uh, absolutely. I absolutely. mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor, so take that with a grain of salt. But I think if I saw somebody light themselves on fire in a car, I probably wouldn't rush over to help them either. Whoa, whoa, you know, whoa Ryan.
0: Whoa. Come on. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, if I, if, I, if I, with my own two eyes saw somebody pour a gas can all over themselves and then intentionally light themselves on fire. You know what? You've made your choice
0: in a cutscene, yes. Doc lights a cigarette on the fire. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That would have been
2: worth the extra eight minutes. I think that that particular (laughs) scene would have been worth the extra eight minutes to me. So Dan, I think it's safe to say Dr. Dan or Dr. Mustache has had a pretty bad day so far, Yeah, right? So he calls his his ex-wife to explain this. Oh, and we forgot, real quick, real quick. Who plays his wife, ex-wife, is the actress who, oh, I forgot to look up her name. It's Annie, though, from uh, Halloween, the original Halloween. It's the same actress. It's the
0: girl that gets trapped in the window. Yeah, it's pretty great.
2: Uh, So I like that little, you know, callback in there. Uh, well, for those of us who who like to pay attention to that stuff, but Rich and I neither of do us noticed it for a second. They do a great job
0: of making her not look like Annie. Like she looks like a middle aged woman yeah. with the costume and and like wig that they put her in. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting. But
2: oh, so Dan has had this horrible day and he calls this that's week to explain why he hasn't picked up the kids. And I I don't know why. I just love this moment. I think it's why Tom Atkins is so great in this film. He takes the phone and just like puts it down and doesn't even listen. And you can just hear hear her kind of complaining on the other end and it's just it's done so well it's just shot well it's just he funny has so
0: many of these moments <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but, like like the cheap masks at the beginning they're they're a hint but not an indicator that he really hates his family yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the first point where it's like no, no no this guy hates his family
0: yeah he is so She's bothered not. by the or burdened by them yeah. <laughs> he is a full-time doctor and a part-time dad <laughs>
1: I don't even think part-time. Yeah. (laughs) He's a
0: seasonal dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... (laughs) So,
2: we then get introduced to our second major character, who's Ellie, right? That's her name? I
0: have it written. Wait, wait, but before that, we we have our first scene where he's on the phone with the lab lady, and... (laughs) Yes. yes, the, the no, wonderful no, no. He's in line for that one, right? Wasn't he in oh, yeah, person, yeah, person yeah. for that? It's yeah. every other yeah. scene that he's, he's on the phone with yeah. her. Yeah. But that's when she delivers the line. You don't just pull someone's skull apart without a little lower arm strength.
1: <laughs> yeah. and also this is further indication that dr mustache he will just bang everybody oh yeah that, oh, is, yeah. His entire, that is his entire motivation he just has an go, aura of
0: sex that emanates yeah. from him and also I mean, most women home, for the uh, you yeah, know for the like, most part are, are ready to go board, yeah, yeah they're oh, yeah, into yeah. it <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
2: really like him yeah it's the yeah. mustache it must be it is the mustache. It is the mustache. Oh, yeah. But you're right. And played by who I think is is a standout horrible actress uh in this role. She kind of like has these she has these great lines and it is just said so deadpan. They're they're funny. It's it's humorously bad to me. Yeah, everything Her. she says is mm.
0: just super wooden and and really, really awkward, but they're just <laughs> every moment of it, it's gold. I, yeah i agree so we
2: meet ellie is that her name yep yeah the the daughter shows up and we meet the persnickety sheriff who just kind of matter of fact is like oh yeah, your your dad was killed somebody gouged his eyes out and then they burned themselves probably drugs
0: this is the first (laughs) halloween movie to not feature a uh, a sheriff like predominantly
2: yeah yeah there it's not a major character he's just kind of like a like a dismissive old man but i like how he blamed drugs and it comes up a couple more times.
0: Well, yeah, when when the doc is later like I've seen people on drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe him. Yeah. You I believe know. him. Uh, this this is as he meets Ellie is also like he he phones in somebody and he's sitting there with the six pack of high life on top of the payphone, <laughs> and then just jumps into the car and heads no, off that, with Ellie. That's, that's yeah no, no, no yeah that's, that's
1: that's still that's a little ways away that, still. That's a little ways away, was, but yeah 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 that, that, that is awesome.
2: that does happen. That's a great part. So <laughs> we cut to him sitting at a bar is basically what happens. This is when we move ahead a little bit. And oh yeah,
0: that's when he he meets her at the bar.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he meets her at the bar and go ahead. This is
1: like a week later because, you know, again, I'm using the metrics of the song that this we are now when he's at the bar, which I have several problems with this bar scene. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When he's at the bar, we hear that two more days till Halloween. So we know that this is already two more days till Halloween. This is already the 29th. And also, what bar, which, if I have to, I will go into detail of why I believe this, what bar at, like, before noon is playing cartoons on the the bar TV?
0: (laughs) So, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think that that was not, like, kids' cartoons. I think that was, like, some, like felix the cat type shit because i'm pretty sure that the plant that they keep showing is a weed plant that's reacting to the sun like it's it's kind of artistically drawn but that leaf pattern looks pretty familiar interesting
1: uh, all right i mean it still seems weird to me like yeah. i've been to dive bars and that's not normally but you know hey I, I, I well accept that. there's
2: a lot of intentionality so i mean may, for all we know maybe it was actually felix the cat but or, yeah. um but there were well, this is
1: also there was this some in- is also oh scene where they play a trailer for Halloween the first. Yep. Halloween.
2: That's what I was going to say. There's a lot of clear choice that went into what clips to play in these things, so I'm sure it yeah. has some yeah. meaning probably, but I don't know what it is, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. It's lost to time like tears and rain. But I just like <laughs> that we get to see <laughs> I like that we get to see just Dan in his natural environment, which is of course a bar. Just pounded beers. Mm-hmm. And Ellie yeah. comes in and is basically like, hey, I
0: want you to be everything to me now. Hey, hey do you mm-hmm. want to solve my dad's murder and maybe yeah. fuck yeah. in a motel? Do you want to yeah. solve yeah. my dad's murder and perhaps hook up? Yeah.
1: The nurses told me that this is where to find me. So yeah. the nurses also know. Before yeah. <laughs> drinking.
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a great part. And so he agrees because he hates his family. Right. Yeah. And like what, what, why wouldn't he agree to go on this trip? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, well,
1: well, but I don't, doesn't, don't they first go to her dad's store before he agrees to go on the trip? You're like, right. Then, They're at the store yeah. first yeah. and then he agrees to go on the trip. But yeah, yeah, he
0: goes to the store with her. So, so question, like, I, I don't know the answer to this. I'm hoping between the three of us, we can agree. Do mm-hmm. they ever show his house? Like the place that he lives? Like I they don't show his, so. I don't w- believe yeah. so either. I, I think that that was part of why I, I was under the assumption that he was still married is because Great. we never see Doc Mustache's yeah. house. It's not clear. It definitely could have been clear. I
2: actually buy into your idea that they just changed their yeah. mind halfway through and were like, well, we're not going to reshoot that scene. They'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah It's fine. Everything's fine. We'll fix it in
2: post. Or they yada yada that during that seven day jump. That would be. A-
0: <laughs> they, they just they They nailed the totally natural sex scene that happens in the middle of this movie. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we got to change the script
2: now. Yeah. Yeah. Got, can't keep that out we need that rated r rating for no damn reason uh in this case yeah. but yeah so <laughs> so they go to the, the uh, oh sorry go ahead
1: i think that the store scene though is in my mind where they first try to point out that this is an anti-capitalist movie i think yeah. that's mm-hmm. what it is yes because like she has that whole line where she's like bringing him in is like, oh you probably shop at the mall don't you
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, they're making a statement here in this film. It's kind of a fun one. The other films, I would say, are somewhat void of a... Uh, they, they're morality tales, but they're not like political statements, yeah. really. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say that. So it is kind of fun um, that this happened. In our dream world, where we can think what it would have been like if this had been turned into just an anthology series, it's fun to think of other political statements that might have been made. But The, the fun know.
0: thing with that line that you probably shop in, at the mall is we saw the masks that Doc his kids he definitely shops at like if if the mall like maybe the dollar store yeah
1: yeah yeah those are dollar store masks yeah but also the masks that and sells the ones that these this movie's all about are all like mass produced by i think we're supposed to assume the jeff bezos of the 80s in this universe
0: yes (laughs) you mean
2: conal cochran conal cochran was it conal or conal i'm
1: I think Connell is how they pronounce Connell, it. And, yeah, I I and can't pronounce names. Reason, it's for some spelled reason, certainly some that's a normal name that that he can say over the phone to his uh, lab lady who she can gets pro- it one... write it down. Yeah, that was my daughter's best. That was my daughter's best, <laughs> yeah, best, my daughter's so best
2: about... contribution. Is how the hell do you know
1: what how to spell Connell? Yeah. Without... Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous if you said that name to me over the phone i would think you just mispronounced Colonel.
0: yeah i would too yeah yeah
1: Yeah.
0: well so i thought it was Colonel until i had turned the subtitles on halfway through the movie yesterday and then i was like oh it's connell so when he agrees to go on this mission i just want to point out Mm -hmm. so he calls his wife
2: (laughs) and she is she is upset again and he says the (laughs) phrase just watch the kids and then (laughs) yeah hangs yeah. up the phone it's
1: just, it's just a bunch of boring doctor stuff i don't remember the name of the hotel yeah yeah <laughs> as, as someone who travels for work all the time i've never had a situation where i've did, couldn't even say the name of the hotel I'm staying at.
0: Yeah. Okay, I, I figured it out, Todd. I'm going to make this movie better with some slight changes. Okay. We cut every scene with Doc interacting with his family. And then at the end of the, the movie, as we, we get to this, this climactic scene, he's like, oh, shit, I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he did.
1: <laughs> he did kind of do that. He put, in, he put in an effort. I mean, he tried. I also, I, I don't want to jump too far because there was one other thing that I wanted to point out. Yeah. we the, the scene at the very beginning where he's running, we know that is eight days until Halloween. We also know because of the shop scene where she's going over his itinerary that he went to visit the, the production facility on the 20th and he missed dinner on the 21st. So there were three days of him running away from these things. Wow. It's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah well that, that that was at first i was wondering why he was so fucking tired that he just because he wasn't physically hurt and so when he's in the hospital he just passes out and we don't see any reason why but if he spent three days running i make sense now
0: yeah the yeah. whole time he's just Fuck. Like, right.
2: <laughs> so do we want to go to let's see here when he shows up to uh the motel we're in town now okay we're in town does mm-hmm. that work yeah so we get yeah, into yeah. town and we check into this motel and and a lot of stuff happens like very, very quickly. What were, what are some things that stick out to you? We, we introduce ourselves to some new characters. We can talk about, uh, uh, about that for sure. There's a couple other things that happen too. The,
1: one thing I think is just another really, uh, really pounding home. This doctor's character is before when they're deciding that they're going to go check into the hotel, he says, he says to Ellie, you know, let's, let's pretend like we're you know buyers let's go get a couple hotel rooms blah 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 blah. and then they pull up and talk to the guy and he's immediately puts his arm around her hey we're a couple we need a hotel room so he put her in a position where she couldn't try to try to get her own room right even though he originally suggested both of them getting separate rooms which i just thought was a subtle like this is a manipulative motherfucker. He is
2: very manipulative, but apparently this was pretty progressive and sexy in the 1982. <laughs> this, uh, <yeah.
0: laughs> well, as as we yeah, as we get to this hotel, this is where we meet Life Story Marge and we we meet the Cupfers who are the worst. <laughs>
2: they really are. Yeah. Yeah. They feel like a family
0: that Willy Wonka should fuck with or something like that. I mean, I I think that's definitely... Like, the kid rides off into the sunset flipping his family off. Yeah. It, it,
1: it kind of felt a little bit like uh, what, what's what's the the in in National Lampoon um vacation oh yeah it, yeah that like the the, the what, what brother cousin or whatever oh was yeah yeah the, yeah Randy like, Quaid it felt like a little little bit of that just a hint yeah, yeah.
2: no I get it yeah. I get it I like I like Life uh, Story Marge she's she's just so angry <laughs> just, now I gotta stay in this dump again she gets really yep, upset about
0: yep. that. Well, yeah, she just comes in so hot. Like, just immediately, like, this goddamn town!
2: Yeah. No, yeah, she
0: really hates it there. Yeah, both both of these groups, also both pulled up
1: and like screeched their cars to a halt right in front of the doctor he had he almost got run over by two different
0: hey they're trying to get in before curfew like this town has a very serious curfew Uh, unless you're buying booze (laughs) (laughs) it's true except
2: for booze purchasing but wait though we don't want to get to when he goes out to purchase booze because we're we're we've got something important to talk about and that's Mm -hmm. sex it's talk about
0: sex, baby. <laughs> wait, wait. I thought he, I thought he buys the booze no, before the sexy. No, no, no. It starts. Well, it's no, there's oh, more oh. than one sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this
1: one, all we actually see is them kissing, and then it f- It cuts to black. But, but this but is
2: where we, that, yeah. This is where we get that masterful setup where he, she just falls oh. for him immediately. Yeah. he's just and like he was I was could like, sleep oh, in the I car. I could sleep in
0: the car or get a, <laughs> a second room. You know, and, you know, like, the car's going to be more comfortable than the floor. Yeah, like, that's such a setup. And I can't remember what he says, but she says something like,
2: well, where do you want to sleep? And he's like, that's a really dumb question. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> Todd, <laughs> kudos to being able to sit through this with your daughter. <laughs> so awkward.
2: So, so I have to, how old is your daughter?
1: Uh, she's, uh, f- like,
2: uh, 14 and a half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, you know, I don't know what what answer I was expecting or I don't and I also don't know what answer would make it better. I don't sure. think they're
0: yeah. I think that it's just awkward no matter what.
2: I think we just watch so many horror films that those scenes just kind of like wash past us like when we're watching them together because she's just a huge horror buff, yeah. Well, but it's just, this
0: one plays so funny. Like, it is impossible to not burst out laughing. That's the
2: thing is, I think if it was, I think the fact that it's so stupid and humorous made it pretty easy because everybody kind of knows that it's dumb, yeah.
0: Yeah, they don't try to make this a, a sexy scene no yeah. and it's it's just yeah it's it's amazing but anyway
2: so then he goes and he buys he goes through his six-pack very quick as yep. we said and yep.
0: then- <laughs> well, he probably drank several of them on the road but then then know, he needs honest. some help carrying the bottle home from when molotov I his- homeless guy <laughs> I, no, that, I, I,
1: you know uh, when i was taking notes i legitimately wrote down his line and said this is the best line in the movie
2: yeah. What, what do you Sorry. remember uh oh man does anybody remember can, can you even paraphrase it? Well, was... I can tell you the exact the Oh, exact tell me words. the exact
1: Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Saw that bottle, thought it looked pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the line. Yeah. And and Rich, I'm going to tell you right now if I am when we're all hanging out, if I ever see you holding a bottle of any liquor that I want, that is the line I'm going to use. Look, yeah. I'm going to
0: have a real hard time turning somebody down if they they drop that line. That's yeah. it's just too good. Yeah. Like he shared a bottle with a homeless guy as a doctor. He knew the risks of that and was still okay, like, so God after, damn, that was that was masterful.
1: After that line, he does also say, I don't got any disease or anything. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's fine. It's a, he's a doctor. He understands. Look, you don't have really disease or anything, it's fine.
0: If you can't trust the homeless people of some random California town in the middle where middle of nowhere, who can mm-hmm. you trust?
2: Yeah. I, wiser words have never been said, yeah. as far as yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> But yeah, this guy, he's got a good vibe to him and he's also really bitter about that corporation. He's basically like kind of a pseudo version of the Harbinger, I guess. Yeah. Like he's, the you know, uh, in, in, that's his role in this film. Um, but then he doesn't, he doesn't
0: last very long as many Harbingers do not. But before, before oh, sure. that, that's when the line of like, I'm going to get a case and a half of Molotov's <laughs> oh, cocktails right. and yeah, burn that yeah. mother down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: this character really fits with the anti-capitalist theme yeah. of, of this film. Yeah, he is
0: yeah.
1: all of us. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Now, now, I don't completely remember, but isn't there a break? Like, it's I think it's Doctor talking to him, and then we cut to... Ellie getting out of the shower and then cut back to what happens to the homeless guy, right? I think that's how that worked.
0: Yeah, yes. that, that very because, natural because getting that, out of the, the, the shower scene.
1: Very important scene of her getting out of the shower. Oh my God, putting a little this towel scene. On, and then rushing over and putting a blanket on over her for some reason. I
0: Yeah, I don't get that the, scene. This movie was going for as much side nudity as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it is, it's so funny because it really is like, it feels like a kids' film. Even like the approaches yeah. to sex in the film feel kind of oh, like yeah. kids' film like approaches. Yeah. Like, this is how little kids would assume sex happens,
1: yeah. or like. Right. Yeah. The, the, the. Like uh, the only like legitimate like sex act sort of thing we see happen on screen is when he's just sucking on her boob. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. That's when, when <laughs> kids are like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna sit there sucking on her boob for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be a kid's thought about how this goes down. Yes. Well, okay, agree.
0: since we're on the scene, where the actual <laughs> fuck did she get this lingerie? Like yes, yes. They, they showed up to this hotel with nothing, and then yeah, suddenly she has this.
1: Everything that she packed was packed for her to Come to town and find out what happened to her dad. That was her plan. Yeah. Right. That means that I she
0: thought that that was going to solve dad's murder.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah. Somewhere along the line, she said, you know what might help me solve dad's murder? If I had this little nightie. Yes.
2: Yes. Now, wait, hold on. We don't want to. We want to make sure we don't pass over the harbinger's death. though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry.
2: No, no, no problem. Well, no. It no is so difficult this, this part's intercut. So like yeah, they yeah. are. They are intercut well, a little bit. Yeah. The. But, but, yeah. It's. It's. it's The shower, and then we get to the death. Then we get to the death. And what you have there is this head rip that occurs. Uh, This death is brought to you, by the way. It's sponsored by Cheese uh, Whiz and Wonder Bread. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The decapitation duo. The decapitation duo. (laughs) And we get a
0: straight head rip. We get a decapitation here. What did you think of the death? I, I... Pointed this out when we were watching it, Todd. Michael Myers hadn't even pulled off any deaths this crazy and over the top at this point. So yeah, this this was the superior Halloween movie of 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 the gore factor. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. give you that. Yeah, I'm going to give you that. But then surprisingly, after this head rip, the rest of this movie has very little gore in it. Like there's there's what happens to Marge. But overall, after that, everything gets a lot more implied. And that's why, like, as, as Todd keeps pointing out, this feels like this could have been a kid's horror movie, like yeah. something that's PG, PG-13 and just all the violence was implied and they could have gotten away with. Yeah, it. well, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, But as Uh, as homeless guy is dying, don't forget the cut back to like they hear something at the hotel and she's like, what's that? And Doc's like, who cares? Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: that's that's the the story, lady. That's what they hear. Yes. That's also intercut. Oh, yeah
2: yes also in her cut is negative life story Marge uh, Mm -hmm. is in her room and she starts playing around with the little microchip and she shoots herself in the fucking face it's a very natural way to to to
0: interact with electronics yes
2: we are to believe that her mask is the only one in the world that broke (laughs) and she was was the only person
1: (laughs) that's a plot point we 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 forgot to mention is because before ellie like takes a shower or whatever she runs into this this woman or maybe it was after and before somewhere in there she runs into this woman outside and they have a little conversation and this you know marge is just like you know yeah i have to come i come back here and blah 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 and you know these masks are are cheap i mean yeah my son threw it against the wall like four times but then it broke the, yeah, this tab came off. This this tag came off. Whatever. And I'm sitting there thinking, what kid would not have torn that off? What yeah. kid wants this
0: hockey puck with right. a company logo attached to their mask? Look, Ryan, that was perfectly normal mask usage. You just throw <laughs> them against walls and that's how they're used.
2: That's how they're used. But you're right. Every kid on earth, I, I just seeing the emblem wanted to rip it off. Like but even in the movie. So same. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: yeah. was the 80s. Brands counted. Like you were (laughs) like, that's why we think doc was in a members only jacket. Like, yes.
1: Well, okay. Brands counted to a degree. Yes. Like a lot of kids who got beanie babies in the nineties were told not to take those tags off. Right. I understand that.
0: Look, do you but want to be caught on Halloween so night with a bootleg mask on? It's true.
2: All right, all right. Yeah, but okay. So we're gonna meet a new character soon. Tell me if I'm skipping too far ahead. But Marge is taken away. She, we have that great part where she I, dies. Oh yeah, we have to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Let's no, actually. Never mind. Of course, that, let's dad. talk about that. So she gets shocked we hear a large noise they're yeah. mid-coitus and the doctor goes who cares they just yeah. keep going and then we yeah. go back to see her but, face melting
1: and falling apart right. but 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 her <laughs> getting shocked is because she's looking at the back of that tag and it's got a very clearly a microchip on it and her response to that is pull a, a dig it away or whatever. At it. Yeah. Dig at it. And start digging away at it. And it responds by shooting a laser into her mouth. Yeah. And it's a targeted laser, clearly, because she moves this disc away and the laser laser is still shooting her mouth.
0: Wow. But William. it's still a misfire.
1: <laughs> but it's a misfire. <laughs> and, and and at first I my like, my first reaction to that was just like, eh, whatever, it's this bad eighties you know, special effects, whatever. But thinking about what the plan is and the mouth is important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like this scene pretty much exists so that every time you see one of these things going off, like for the rest of the movie, you're picturing what happened to Marge. Like it is the most direct and like to the camera that this movie gets. Yeah. The bug then crawls out of the mouth. Yep and that mm-hmm. is disturbing it's genuinely
2: yeah. uh creepy and funny and it's interesting um so i like that part in particular uh i like uh what you see happening i like the bug crawling out and then marge gets taken away and we have the introduction of a character we've already alluded to yeah That's, but this is yep. cochran's first appearance. Final is this is con this is connell cochran here he is. Yeah. And it's a great reveal
0: and I really love the character and it's interesting and it's fun. Well he's mm-hmm. he's so relaxed coming into this. At, like yeah. he is a perfect eighties villain. Like mm-hmm. he's he is just at ease. He he's yeah, you know, somewhat charming, yeah. like at, at this point and in the movie, you're kind of still lost as to what the fuck is going on here.
1: I, I do think by this point, we have already, you know, we, we haven't really said any of the specifics, but up until this point, they have already told us a lot about Cochran. Right. Because yeah. we have already learned, I believe we've already learned, that he is one of the wealthiest men in the world. Yep. That when he came in and built his factory, he did not hire anybody in town. He brought all of his people in from outside.
0: Yep. And that motel like, worker will not shut the fuck up about him. Yeah, like, everyone seems to respect him and love him and think he's just the
1: best. In town at least, except for the one guy.
0: Well yeah, we, we kinda glossed yeah. over the, the eerie vibes in town because like everyone is just yeah. watching these people that don't live here and and just keeping an eye on them.
1: And, yeah. and and the doc brushes that off as just saying it's a company town.
0: Yeah.
2: It is though, as we talk about it is actually uh we find out related to the film Troll Two, they're in the same universe. <laughs> so I would say this town reminds me of
0: Nilbog <laughs> politics.
2: Uh if yeah. So it's it's it makes sense. It checks out yeah. the township should be kind of creepy like that. I like it. But okay, yeah, so here
0: yeah, here yeah. is the million dollar question. Do we think that all of this town people were like robots or do we think that they were just captivated I, by
1: i was wondering yeah. that as well i did
0: but i think that they're yeah. not
1: i think it's only the employees at the factory and I, the reason for that is because homeless guy it was not a robot true right and you know so i think but maybe that's that yeah maybe that's the quote, reason unquote, he was employed.
2: maybe that's the reason though that he was uh willing to molotov cocktail
1: it. he was like one of the only ones who wasn't a robot maybe. i don't know but if, if You're probably right. is filled with If the town was filled with robots, and I think this is another thing that that made it feel really creepy to me, is all of those CCTV cameras. You oh know, yeah, which, which the, really
0: the loudest tr- cameras ever. You hear oh, yeah, every yeah. pan,
1: yeah. which which really you know got that creepy town vibe in a different way. But I think those wouldn't be needed if he controlled everyone in town. That's yeah. a good
0: point. That's a very good point. So after after we take uh, after we introduce uh, Conal Cochran, like that, that's where we have the very subtle and and not you know noticeable at all. You know, somebody saying misfire. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, just a, a quick whisper of. You know, stage whisper of of a, a very important plot point. Right.
0: Also, we we see Tom Atkins' full butt.
1: <laughs> That's right. That was like, such the most thing. glaring
0: nudity in this movie is is the full moon
2: man yeah. buns coming out of bed was like a '80s staple man buns. Yeah that's that's yeah and we talked he, yeah.
1: he threw those pants on no underwear just throwing them on commando which, you know sometimes you gotta do that
2: another another 80s thing commando everyone did it yeah. everyone um
1: i also thought it was he he clearly did not care about their cover story at all because immediately uh, immediately out there i'm a doctor
0: let me through <laughs> doctors <laughs> can be married
1: <laughs> but the, their cover story was that they were there to buy true. these masks.
0: Doctors can sell Halloween masks. He's that's, a doctor of scares. He is a renaissance man. Yeah, the mustache true. indicates that to the world. <laughs> he can be
2: everything. He can be he can be whatever he wants to be. Um but you're right, he does kind of blow the cover there. It, I what I like is uh he's he's just so sure that being a doctor should get him through, but they they're not out
0: they're not they're not doing that. This is also one of Hollywood's like rare Irish villains.
2: <laughs> true. True. So true. So mm-hmm. we then get to I, tell me if I skip ahead here we, we get to the plant. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, that's, that's where I'm going either. there. And we get to this tour that they accidentally kind of end up on, or like it kind of go on to go get wait, into. Wait, wait, wait. No, before mm-hmm.
0: that is when Ellie disappeared. Like, because we had the telephone booth slide. where no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no. Okay. no,
2: Ellie's there for the beginning of the tour yeah. and everything like that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're there. They are the Smiths. They, they, uh, Poses the Smiths. Uh, uh, they're
1: asking, and I believe they even like they're asking about Ellie's dad ahead of time. Yeah,
2: they want to know about yeah. Ellie's dad, and yeah. the cutfers are there. And he ends mm-hmm. up on a tour with the Cutfurs of the facility, and it reminded me of the House on the Rock in Wisconsin, <laughs> uh, which is a place where a crazy man collected a bunch of crazy stuff. Uh, and yeah. the it's kind of a little whimsical tour. It's interesting. And what did
0: y'all think about like this particular part? Anything stick out to you about? that i mean you you Um, have the scene where like that mask isn't finished yet like it needs final (laughs) processing that's our first introduction to final processing. Final processing yeah. comes oh, yeah, into play yeah, here for sure. Yeah. When too many chemicals when
1: when the husband, you know, what's final processing to his wife? And her response is just, don't
0: ask me. Yeah. Well, also <laughs> also the recurring theme, theme of trade secrets. Because he says mm-hmm. that a couple times on, on the yeah. tour as well. Right. There's no this, fucking this, trade secrets to making an injection molded mask. It's just rubber <laughs> on a stamp. This this did
1: also kind of explain to us more of who the cutfers are. Yes. Because, terrible like, this is where we learn that he's the one who sold the most masks this year
0: so, so I okay I do like this part of the movie because this establishes that even if you're you know even if you're working for the machine the machine gives no fucks about you you can yeah, be yeah, the best yeah. salesman and it throws you first on the pyre right right yep.
1: it's, it's he is the most important person out in the field for this company you like without a doubt that's who he is yeah. but it doesn't matter
0: but the cupfers are such sacks of shit that you don't even feel bad when they die
1: (laughs) they really are there's a way they're
0: shot that just makes
2: them feel like such like scummy grimy people like even visually you just don't like them
1: yeah yeah when, when he's like bragging to the doctor or not bragging to the doctor but like expounding on how how great cochran is you know oh he's he's made all the best practical jokes blah 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 and he lists off a few and like one of them was like the soft chainsaw which you know i get it whatever that's it's a chainsaw but it's not a chainsaw right that's fine one of the things he lists is this is the dead dwarf guy well, okay do, do you guys have any idea of what that might be
0: no I don't no what,
1: what what sort of practical joke is a dead dwarf <laughs> <laughs> this is a dead but dwarf guy but i do guy. i do think yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think that him being a pr- the practical joke guy matters because it comes up later.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine what that joke would be. But I, it sounds yeah. very disturbing. So it sounds like something yeah. naughty. So I guess it, it, it intrigued thought. So it achieved its purpose in the film. Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> Why? Anyway, I hope you question. have that that quote for later at the ready because we're we're gonna let oh, you yep, deliver it.
1: So yeah. So like I said, I, I wrote down <laughs> that quote earlier, and Good. I wrote down best quote of the the movie. Good. And then I got to that other quote and I, I wrote down that other quote and wrote down actually best quote of the movie.
2: <laughs> nice. The um, Okay, so what else happens in that tour? Oh, I did take note of this. So one thing that drove me nuts throughout the show was for some reason I was obsessed with this handkerchief he had hanging out of his pocket. Chekhov's yes. handkerchief it looked so awkward and I just found it so like weird that they chose to have it in there but he uses the handkerchief yeah. two different fucking times in the movie
0: it shows up I'm, I'm sure that it was something that like he took it out of his pocket for one of the scenes and they're like great now we have to put this in the movie yes yeah the uh <laughs> so script uses, supervisors you're the best he uses the handkerchief there but I don't know it's
2: just a random kind of movie thing that I noticed where I was like oh he finally used that thing that was driving me nuts I guess it had some. Purpose, but so yeah, he wipes something off with it. Look, otherwise, he
0: would have to wipe his hands on the drapes like a goddamn robot.
1: Mm, It's true, that's what separates us from robots.
0: Yeah, (laughs) these (laughs) handkerchiefs. Look, you're either handkerchief folk or you're not. Yeah. i think that's fair i know what i am <laughs> so so after we get Leave out it a of mystery we don't even want to know we're never going to find out uh, what you are a- after we get out of this place this is where we lose ellie right we go back um,
2: to the motel again and then isn't that where we lose her or did we lose her? No, there? I, yes. I think that yeah he,
0: yeah he does something separate from her yeah. and gets to the hotel and she's gone oh, oh no, no no this is so uh, ellie sees her dad's car
1: at the end of the tour oh yes. yeah and the- she runs over to it and gets stopped by robots and then Cochran looks to uh, the the sales guy and says trade secrets, and they just kind of like give a knowing nod or whatever to each other.
0: Yeah. Also, that that car that is conveniently not covered on one corner. <laughs> and
1: and and that that is that that then leads to when they go back to the hotel. Ellie's like, I, I we need to leave. Let's just get out of here. And he says, Okay, let's do that. And he leave, but then he leaves her alone in the hotel to go call. His lab friend,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's when the lab lady shows back up, and she keeps mm-hmm. telling him, you know like there's there's not organic material in in these bags, and like yeah. we haven't established that they're robots yet at this point we right. we just think that they're weird people right and and yeah. that's when he comes back to Ellie gone and yeah the the stakes have risen there's a
2: is gr- this there's a oh, great sorry, go ahead sh- no it's fine there's a great shot in there where he turns around and all the spooky people are looking at him like out the window i have oh yeah the phalanx the- of of robots yeah and it it really yeah. does hit home that a group of white men looking angry is the most terrifying thing you can see
1: Horrifying. Uh, in, a, a in a film of Rest the same yeah Yeah, looking angry yeah yeah it doesn't matter if they're they're sports hooligans if they're businessmen if they're clan members they're all white and they're all scary yes did
0: did you know that a group of suits is called a bro (laughs) down
1: i do now (laughs)
0: it's like a business of ferrets
2: (laughs) nice i like that um so we we ends up going back to the factory
0: are you good right uh so when he's on the phone with with uh Lab lady, I, I can't remember her name. that's when he does the telephone booth slide where he just like slides down the back of it really awkwardly yeah. and they like drive past him.
1: Mm. yeah well we, we get we get a scene where he's he's rushing to like it's a- after he goes and sees that she's no longer in the the hotel. He tries to rush to get to the, you know, he assumes that that she's in the factory, rightfully so. And he starts rushing there and he's like dodging cars. And we see him just like run and just like belly flop in front of a, a fence at one point.
0: Yes. Yeah. He's he's, he's getting real sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also when lab lady gets killed, right? Like after she hangs up with him, then you realize the guy that's been in the background of her lab Mm -hmm. all this time is a robot and drills her in the head. Yeah. 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 Which was also like a a gruesome death that is shown in a way where like there's almost no violence with it. Like it's Mm -hmm. all implied. Mm -hmm. You just see the drill come down and her like legs, like swap. Yeah.
1: And I was for a little bit, I was wondering because my understanding of Cochran's plan at first, I thought, you know, there's no need, no reason for him to send a a goon all the way out there to murder someone. But, but then I remembered like when I rewatched that scene right before it happened, she called the sheriff, like she had put two and two together somehow and she was calling the sheriff. Right. And so like, it actually, it actually made sense, even though it, doesn't make sense
0: also there were only two more days till halloween (laughs) it's true we know that there's a song to prove it so wait
2: wait,
1: let's make sure we cover a couple things too. the discovery of robots no no this was this was only one one more day i believe until halloween because the them the night of multiple them having sex was the night of two more days so this was the next day this was one more day until halloween
2: okay you're right right so he discovers robots exist in the house with the creepy knitting yeah yeah with the creepy knitting and the woman's head falls off and Mm -hmm. this creates a fight where he gets goo on his hands and he uses the handkerchief again I noticed that first handkerchief yes that uses the handkerchief and then Conal Cochran comes out and explains a bunch of stuff to him and it's very interesting And this is when we get to that wonderful scene with the cutfurs. but is there anything you want to talk about in terms of interacting and finding those robots for the first time
0: well so they, they establish that the first one the creepy knitting lady is like an ancient german automaton mm-hmm. like, like from the 1700s yeah I think, that's right? right yeah um but yeah then we get to that explanation scene and this is where i'm gonna let ryan give this line
1: No there's still so before that line he brings uh he brings the doctor down some stairs and he you know starts talking about how like it's ancient advanced technology blah 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 um and there were a couple things that i wanted to 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 talk about before because that line doesn't happen until the doctor is tied up which is right. a little bit later. Yeah. In, in in the in the explanation first off one of the first scenes in the movie was a news report about how a stone from Stonehenge had just recently been stolen. Right. And it's, it's just some like throwaway line in the first five minutes of the movie. And they walk down these stairs into this vast, warehouse, empty warehouse and this big stone. I mean, this thing had to weigh a hundred tons, you know, huge stone is just sitting in the center with people around it, working on it.
0: I think at some point and, they established that it's like 19,000 pounds. That's a lot. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't remember that specifically,
1: but maybe, um, but it's huge, right? Like, it's yeah. this huge stone. And the first thought I had when I saw that was, okay, so as, as you can tell, I've been thinking about the timeline this entire time. <laughs> um, this stone, even if you assume, like, based on the news report, it was a recent theft. Even if you assume it was a week before the news report. This oh, no, no. So from- the,
0: the, the news report does establish the timeline on this. They say that it was stolen seven months ahead of time. Oh, seven months? Yeah.
1: Okay. That that I, I, I missed that. Okay. Um, cause I was, I was sitting there thinking, I mean, even seven months is still difficult because you've got to get it not only across the Atlantic, but across the entire United States, since this is in California or, you know, shipped through Panama canal. They didn't
0: even choose the easy coast to set this up
1: (laughs) often gives a line that I I thought was, they yada, 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 how it got here. Uh, the, I wrote that line do down too. It was, uh, oh, we had a time getting, getting it here you wouldn't believe how we did it. He doesn't explain how, we, how they did it, just as you wouldn't believe how we did it.
0: Well, yeah, Cochran also delivers that line like, I'm not going to explain it to, all to you, and then proceeds to spend 10 minutes explaining it all to him in a lab yeah. that basically looks like it was designed just to explain the bad plan at the end of the movie. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Also, before we get to the line that I, I can't wait to say either. We see the demonstration of what yes. happens. This is what I want to talk about. This room. Yeah. First of all, yeah. it's
2: so creepy. I love the design choices of how to set this up. Like everything yeah. about the room is like just corporate so fake basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fake and horrible. This is what your house looks like. Yeah. And then we get to see child killing, something that is a taboo in horror films. But we get to see, you know, the setup. We hear the song again and then we see the real impact and we get insight into what the whole point of these masks is. And it's creepy and it hits on one of the major taboos in horror, which is to kill children. You don't see that a lot, especially like on screen. And it's interesting.
0: It's also like mm-hmm. a particularly brutal, like de- like they don't yes, show anything, absolutely. but they make it very clear to you that it's bad. Yeah,
2: yeah. It yeah, feels yeah. painful when you watch it. <laughs> they also <laughs> yeah. establish
0: that like not only do the people wearing the mask die, they release poisonous animals into the room that would that they're in that will go after everybody else in the room. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 like
0: this is a plan to kill most people. Just based on this, like how how
1: he has it set up. So, Um, so
0: this is, this is like at its core, this is a like cyberpunk version of the Pied Piper story. Right. Because after that recognition is when we
2: start to see that, clip where it goes to all the different cities that's yep. when you see like <laughs> the shout outs to yep. Dayton Ohio or yeah. me as a Louisiana boy Baton Rouge Louisiana or yep. <laughs> and you see all those different cities and you it's a great efficient well-shot way to say like oh yeah, yeah by the way this problem. is gonna murder tons yeah. of people <laughs> and I, I like I, that part <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I, so so here's my question though yeah and and this, this is entirely speculation so he put together you know, he had this room, and he put together the the broadcast early for inside this room to to do that. Was that a test to make sure that it would work? Was that done entirely to demonstrate to the doctor that what was what was happening? What was Cochran's motivation for that?
0: Yes, yes, all those things. <laughs> like, like, like
1: from a filmmaking standpoint, I
0: think is the sort of guy that needs you know people to know like how smart he is like he spends a lot of time monologuing
1: so everyone else in that entire building is a robot so he's not gonna he doesn't need to demonstrate to them
0: yeah right (laughs) but he has no one to talk to
1: right right but so so my I, i guess i'm just it seems like he wasn't planning then to kill the salesman except that well now i've got this prisoner i guess i should do this right is that
0: i don't to me it felt like he was always going to kill the guy just because he liked killing people like it it definitely felt like he because like he was on the phone with other people who were good salesmen and were like oh make sure that your children watch the broadcast and for the big giveaway like cochran has no allegiance to anybody it's one of those maybe it was
2: Oh, sorry. No, it's one of those where I think like sometimes in horror logic, the answer is just because he's crazy. Like, and that's kind of how I would, oh, inter- right. you know what right. I mean? Like that's in part how I would interpret this scene is like you, you are correct that it is weird to think of the motivation, but I think the answer is because cinematically <laughs> it looked awesome. It and because. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: so yeah, the, this is the part of the movie that the more you think about it, the worse this movie is, but the more you just watch it and like let it happen. This movie is great.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and, and another like another line that they they intentionally put into that in that scene was that the salesman said something along the lines of like, it's weird that Cochrane won't let me order for next year. You know yeah. <laughs> how I like to how I like to be prepared
0: ahead of time. Yeah. I like to be like, ahead of the game.
1: Yeah, why? Why wouldn't Cochran just be like? He knows he's going to kill yeah, these people. Take why the money. Like, yeah, okay,
0: take the money, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and make your order. I'll give you a discount, even. Maybe he thought that his his plan was going to fail, and he's he's an anti capitalist that is using the capitalist <laughs> system to to break everything apart.
2: That is where this film sometimes feels charmingly like a children's film, though, like uh, to me in that, like sometimes when you watch films made for like kids, you know, like there's this weird like, well, kids can only pay attention to so many damn things. So like, uh, yeah, to its occasional slight detriment, but mostly to its advantage. I think it's part of like the childlike quality of the film, which is just like, look how fucking ridiculous this corporation
1: is and how crazy their plan is. That scene also sorry i keep going back to it but that scene also gave us one other beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and that was at one when when the doctor saw the the death he raised both hands and fists up to about face level and like shook them in angst just that that position he
0: was in just like "Ah." is that not how you process your emotions ryan that's
1: i'm just saying that's it's a beautiful piece of filmmaking it is (laughs) that is that is the that's, the, that's what makes back, this a
0: film and not a movie.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's why that's why this is the best
0: Halloween movie. That's why they made so <laughs> many sequels to Halloween 3: Season of the Witch. Yeah. Exactly. Halloween 3: Season of the Witch 2. Someday they will. Yeah. So at this point we've we've reached the the point of no return in the narrative like shit has hit the fan and we're just reckoning with it uh mm-hmm. this is this is where he he comes up with the bombs away plan more or, or first he has to escape the room he escapes the room yeah
1: so so i'm uh, sorry that <laughs> you missed the line
0: I, oh yeah yeah because, give us the line
1: yeah. yeah because because cochran brings the doctor into a room where he kind of does a little bit more of explaining his plan and he, the line he does is, a
0: james bond scene because he ties him yeah, up yeah. he puts him in the mask yes. very james bond agreed yeah.
1: and this is the, the line is i do love a good joke and this is the best ever a joke on children
0: yeah. <laughs> a because, joke like, like, played like, on the children
1: yeah and it, like, like legitimately at least part of his motivation is I hate hits
0: yeah yeah this kid
2: is definitely this guy has definitely had his house egg and you know that you know that dr dan somewhat gets it because he hates his kids (laughs) too but he's like like, "Mm, uh, i shouldn't (laughs) let you do this probably (laughs) so and one other thing we skipped that i want to make sure we say before his bombs away plan is he does
0: call his wife yet again yeah (laughs) <laughs> but she has she is not having any of it.
2: She is so
0: fucking over Dan at this point. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it's we'll funny to watch with subtitles. This is a movie I recommend with subtitles because yeah. there's a lot of oh, like yeah. phone calls and background uh, discussion. Yeah. And she is just tearing him a new asshole in this conversation. And it's so funny. I,
1: I also love that when he's locked in that room, it is once again, he is such a Bond villain. He ties him up, puts puts one of the masks on, puts the TV so that it's going to show the thing so that, uh, you know, he has 45 minutes to to
0: just wait there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He gives him like an hour of you're just tied up in this room in front of this TV. Your feet aren't tied up. Your legs aren't tied up. Just your arms to the chair.
2: You know? Yeah. He's got some completion
1: anxiety. He can't just stay there for the end. Bond villains all have completion anxiety. And and he doesn't leave any of his robots in the room with the doctor. Instead, he has a security camera that is like panning through mul- uh, like there's like multiple cameras and the screen is just like going from camera to camera. So the one robot dude who has to keep an eye on it is just only getting a little glimpse at a time.
0: Should like, have sprung for better robots. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going to need you know better robots. You don't have
1: one spare robot to go sit in that room? I know.
0: I mean, Cochran just figured that he he had already won at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so he he sneaks out, he cuts or he kicks the TV open, he cuts mm-hmm. the rope, he th- perfectly throws the mask over the camera in one shot. Yep. Uh, and it lines up perfectly where when it does cut back to the camera, we have the the POV uh mask shot from from mm-hmm. the first one. Right. And then he he gets out gets Ellie and he comes up with a plan. And this plan is bombs away. Yeah. It's to take all of these microchips
2: And basically drop them on like all of the robots. And it creates this beautiful 80s laser light show. And we kill a bunch of damn robots. And it's pretty interesting and fun.
0: Sparkling death.
2: Sparkling death. I like this scene. I like this scene. I'm especially excited. Well, do people want to talk about the microchip deaths? Because then we have to get into uh,
0: a famous golf clapping scene. Yeah, yeah, Cochran's yeah. end is, is is pretty great.
2: Yeah, but I like these microchips coming down and shooting all of the uh, robots. Anything on
1: that, uh, Ryan? No, I mean, I think you guys kind of really hit the nail on the head there. I it, This is another one of those things where, like, I, I overanalyzed it when I watched it because I'm sitting here wondering, you know, his plan is basically, if his plan goes perfectly, it's done tonight. Why does he have boxes and boxes of these things still <laughs> sitting around? Like... That that to me was was a bit of a weird thing, but but yeah, that was.
0: That Do you was, know uh, how to scale economies, Ryan? Can you
1: just picture <laughs> Connell Cochran
2: in a room two days later, going like, "Look, pros: we killed millions of children. Cons: we overbought on the microchips.
1: Here's here's the headwinds our company company has to face now. <laughs> um,
0: Quarter three was a little yeah. rough. Yep.
1: Yep." <laughs> What
0: the hell am I supposed
1: to do with 10,000 boxes of microchips? (laughs) But it's, it's, I'm, I'm surprised that the plan worked just because like everything about it, you know, there's, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that it worked because we're watching a movie and it had to work for the movie. But like, I don't know that I would have expected that this was just, oh, yeah, this will definitely work. Yeah. if if i was in that situation but yeah it's 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 a it's a a cool little scene and it does yeah that golf clap at the end
2: just wonderful so seeing a man golf clap his own death rich pointed (laughs) it out and it wasn't until you pointed it out that it really hit me the gravity of what i was watching
0: it was just kind of like a brilliant like
2: egomania like it's he gives no
0: fucks even at the end like that's what makes Mm -hmm. him a good villain he doesn't care (laughs) It feels like something that would be in a Paul Verhoeven movie for some reason.
2: So, yeah, like I, I, I loved that part. And then he just kind of dissolves when he dies. (laughs) (laughs) He becomes a Jedi. He becomes a Jedi. And you think you're done. You think you're in the denouement yeah. at this point in the film, but you've got nope. a little bit more. You've got something kind of exciting. He still has to worry about the rest of the world and he still has Ellie and they are driving in a car. They're going to go try to save the world. And and what happens? Betrayal. What do we, Betrayal. We find out that Ellie is a robot. <laughs> so, so, well, she's not, she's been switched with a robot. I don't think yeah. we're, we're not supposed to believe
1: she's been a robot the whole time, but she is, been switched with a robot yes but i think but there's one other thing he before before we find that out right right that when he starts trying to call the uh, oh no 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 it's it's you're right you're right it's, yeah yeah it's, i think it's at
0: the very end yeah. that happens Same. yeah
1: yeah so ellie's a robot and tries to murder him and boy does she away. like yeah. that
0: is that is clearly the most expensive robot that Cochrane owns <laughs> and it's
1: like her hand gets ripped off in the door right. as they crash it yeah and her
0: hand keeps doing the job
2: yeah yeah yeah. It's the rule of three because the bot, she tries to kill him once. Then the hand tries to kill him. Then he cuts her head off. Then he cuts her head off. Then the hand. Oh, then the hand. Then the, um, cut- but I'm saying, and then it attacking him a third time with the killer yeah. body. It was just fantastic because it made me laugh, but also it was just cool looking. I don't know. It was funny to see those, mm-hmm. those uh, old graphics. I love the scene when the head is on the ground and the body is laying a couple yeah. feet from it. Like you can tell, obviously yeah. she's just underneath the ground. You know, you, we all, if we're horror fans, know how that gets done, but it's just cute to see and
0: I I find it very charming. Well, and then we wrap it up by meeting the the gas station attendant where this all started and like we have this perfect circle that is this film yeah I love it at the end you see and you've been seeing uh this is this is the
2: point where we hear jamie lee curtis right yeah 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 yeah. so jamie lee curtis is who's on the phone uh in the case and we have a man frantic trying to get these stations to shut down now if we want to talk about something that's unrealistic a panicked call on halloween shutting down two stations (laughs) uh of the three major stations is probably one of the biggest asks of this film but it's still kind of in the moment you get caught up in it it's one of those things that you think about later in your you're like, oh, that was really dumb,
0: <laughs> but in the moment, yeah. you're like, Yeah, one, I, two, oh no, the third one. Well, oh, yeah, I describe this as, yeah. as the classic uh horror ending, which is you know, like you may have succeeded in some small way, but there is something that you overlooked, and everyone's still doomed, and yeah. it just ends with the scream, yeah, yeah, but th- well. And Tom Atkins, first Tom scream, king.
2: Scream. scream king, scream <laughs> king, scream king, Tom Atkins.
1: But, but I mean, like, it, it's 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 a very minor <laughs> win, even the little bit of a win that he got. Right? Oh yeah, because yeah. it's he got two thirds of the stations, but back then these were local things. Like he could have it would have been two thirds locally that were off, but he didn't. Yeah. He doesn't control Dayton, Ohio. No, this call didn't doesn't. do anything for Dayton.
0: Dayton, Ohio is still not recovered from Halloween three, season yeah. of the witch. Yeah, so so
1: optimistically two-thirds of... Or, or one third of children in his local area survived this. And that's basically it.
0: That's what the golf clap was for. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the film.
2: But we a couple of questions like out of curiosity, like what would you do to fix this sort of film? Like if
0: you wanted to improve it a little bit, what do you what do you think you would do? I, I think
1: just opening up answer. some
0: yeah. of the early plot a little bit. Like there's so much gold at the end of this movie that it's, it's really hard to, to cut much from the back half. But sure. that first half is a little bit slow in a couple spots. I would have made yeah. yeah
2: I would have made the first 53 minutes 45 minutes so that Fair. it would be exactly an hour and a half. But yeah. overall, I liked it. And I don't think I, I've talked about how my, I have a complicated relationship with this movie just because I love Michael Myers as a character so much. So, like, one mm. thing I would do to improve this movie is take the title Halloween three off and just make it season of the ah, witch yeah. and renumber parts four five and six of Halloween. I, I, I feel like it it deserves uh, to be uh, to become a free
0: independent film. That that is taken away. So, a, a, one brief counterpoint to that: mm-hmm. know who would like this movie? Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. Yeah, love this movie. It's true. Um, How about you, Ryan? What what would you change?
1: I mean, I think I think. You guys basically hit everything there. Like, that's the thing is I I agree with you that the first part is what is slow. That's that's where the slowness happens. But I don't know that I can sit here and think about what exact eight minutes would I cut. I don't know that I can figure that out. It's hard to get
2: rid of the sex scene because it's so awkward and weird. Look, I wouldn't
0: understand the second half of that movie if he did not suck on her boob. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly yeah, yeah. No, all right get it. so let's let's rate this out of 10 no favorite kill oh favorite kill oh shit um I'm, I'm gonna have to say life story marge with the laser beam interesting interesting what do you think ryan where are you going on your favorite I, kill
1: I, I i think my favorite kill is is a uh, Molotov cocktail man getting his head ripped clean off that was a close second for me that's yeah i think that's where it is because it's so jarring i think i'm actually gonna
2: go with the first one, the Al guy, the eye gouging, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, within like breaking the nasal cavity because it just looks so yeah. freaking painful. Yeah. But that's I, probably it, mine. Yeah,
1: you know? I've got to say, based on how much you guys were talking about how it, it's taboo to kill children in horror movies, you know, I'm not a horror movie buff as much as you guys. I think, mm-hmm. like, I, I was. I'm surprised that that wasn't up there for
2: for either. Of oh, you. for me, it's actually probably my second one, and it's taboo in the sense that it gets done, but when it gets done, it's kind of a bigger deal. Like yeah, a, you have to oh, do it the right oh, way, oh,
0: otherwise, oh. than just an in, instant backlash. To your movie, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that. This one is, is such an out there sort of death that that's why there, there wasn't the controversy, but if it felt at, at, in any way realistic, I think that, you know, we were talking about a movie before this, the house that Jack built that got a ton of flack for a a scene where they kill a kid because it feels way too realistic. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So it's up there with like dog deaths, dog deaths are probably worse for people in some ways, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) definitely for me no i get it i get it it's like the the humans we see fault in yeah uh dogs we don't so i understand all dogs are good boys yeah all dogs are good boys Um, even girl dogs good boys (laughs) that's yeah so are we gonna do it out of 10 shiny knives this time or should we do an exemption to make it out of 10 scary masks
0: well so i i want to do it out of, of knives and i'll i'll do mine last and it will make sense okay so we rate each of the halloween films out of 10 big bright shiny
2: scary knives so mm-hmm. what do you think you would rate this ryan out of 10
1: for what it is it, it, you know if if i'm just rating overall as a movie it's different than going into this as it, it's not a slasher movie but it's still sure, it's still you know for what it is for what it's intending to do i'd say seven okay
2: yep how about you I am second, and I'm I'm on board with Ryan here. I'm actually a seven on this, which is where I had
0: it before, but I'm more positive on it this time as a seven. Well, so this is the interesting thing: is you know, you I I was obviously the one who liked this movie the most going in, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with seven knives and one scalpel which is a a 0.5 okay
1: wait a
2: second we're breaking the we're breaking the no only round numbers rule okay got it so 7.5 seven knives and a scalpel that's okay all right so we're we're close on this we're all pretty close on this
0: okay but i think that this is one of those movies that you can go back to whether you're a horror movie person or not and like there's there's something fun for most people in this movie sure Like whether you want to laugh at it, whether you want to be like creeped out by a, you know, a genuinely kind of unique horror story. Like it Mm -hmm. has, it has stuff for you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, I would definitely recommend this before I would recommend some of the other horror movies out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So has this made the next Halloween? Has this made the short list of of things that you're considering putting on the television, Ryan?
1: I mean, I, I think at our house we tend to watch the, just the really, really dumb ones. <laughs> so so I think I think this is too high of a bar for, for next Halloween. Okay, that's fair. fair. Like, what's a film you show at
2: your house on Halloween? Uh,
1: well, it's it's. I mean, it's just uh, me me and my partner here. Sure. Um, uh, what was what was something we recently watched? Uh, like there was some dumb movie that we found on Amazon that was about llamas from outer space killing a party. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember the name of it, but it it was just. Bad. I got it. I got it. So like absurdist horror.
0: Yeah. Wait, yeah. Are, you, are you talking about Nicolas Cage's uh, The Color Out of Space? <laughs> <laughs> God,
1: I wish it was a Nicolas Cage movie. That's funny. <laughs> Lamageddon. That's what it was called. Lamageddon. Okay. Well, I'm gonna yeah. have to check well, that it's out. It's really dumb, and I, I, the people who made it, I think they, they, were, they, I mean, they were definitely going for dumb. But it's exactly the sort of thing that we watched.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Nice. Well, on, on that note, like what percentage of this movie's budget do we think was spent on cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. It's the 80s. 70. I'm going to go.
2: I'm going to go 30 percent, 30 percent, but, okay. but one sixth of that. So it's five percent of the total total budget was Tom Atkins. OK, yeah.
0: Just cleaning the mustache in between takes. Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: I I think 30% is a solid guess for what the studio paid for cocaine. But the total amount of money that went
0: towards cocaine, I think, is much higher. Because (laughs) every actor
1: there spent at least half of their
0: paycheck on cocaine. That's a good take. uh, That that makes sense. Well, on that note, this has been fun. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everyone listening. And this is going to wrap it up for uh, Big Screen Boogeyman, the Halloween podcast. Thank you all. Have a good night. Yep, see you yeah, from number for number four. Me.